CBS Sports presents the Pick 6 Podcast, featuring CBS NFL writers Pete Prisco and Will Brinson, NFL insider Jason Lacanfora, and host Nick Costos. You want NFL talk? We've got NFL talk. From training camp to the Super Bowl and through the NFL draft, our fearsome foursome has you covered. This is the Pick 6 Podcast. Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast. Will Brinson, Pete Prisco, Nick Costas. We are recording this on a Sunday night in the middle of a frigid AFC North battle. The Steelers and the Ravens are playing as we record this. There is a lot to get to. First off the bat, I will ask you guys, how do you feel uh, tonight, fellas, knowing that we're all tied in the Super Contest? Well, I mean, uh, I mean, you, I, you, least, you never mentioned until, you never at least until the it. end of this game after right. the Steelers One cover, of us will which be ahead. I'm in first. Or if the Ravens cover, I'm, in, I'm ahead of you. So you never mentioned Or it. if it's a tie, you'll both be half a game ahead. You know what, though? You never mentioned it when you were way down to the bottom. Now he starts mentioning Dang, it. Dang, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. care what's going Plus, on. Plus, isn't there a, a certain uh, pick that we have discrepancy on, Nick? Well, I mean, at, at least it. once this year, you changed the pick after the fact. And fact. And didn't tell anybody. Fact. Correct, Will? I've always tweeted out my picks if I change anything. Well, true or false, you are changed a pick in very shady fashion after the fact. True or false? Um, true or false? I don't, false. Um, um false. Is, not, is not an option. False. No, no one questions was, my will, integrity. Will, we have been saying it for weeks. This isn't like a, like, like a, like a. Right. It was like a cheese right. A new take. It was everyone, a pick. It was a cheese pick. And everyone pick. knows. It was a Chiefs pick. You like the Chiefs one. So it technically, since we're, we agreed last time that we were docking him a game, right? For right. that, for that tomfoolery? Right. right. Yeah, it's not happening. There's not standings. Balance. We go by the standings. The standings say we are all tied at 33.5 points. Um, we're all well out of the money, but we're not dead. We're not dead yet in the odd shark, in the odd shark contest. We're not dead in, um, in this battle between the three of us. And look. It won't even matter when somebody wins or loses because you guys won't worry about paying off the bet until April. But if you know, it's, yeah, I told you I pay it to the Super Bowl. I pay it to Super Bowl. Anyway, uh, let's get to the news because more important than our stupid super contest standings is the devastating, potentially devastating. You don't want to speculate too much, um, but horrible. Injury potentially to Carson Wentz, one of the two top two MVP candidates in the NFL um, so far this season. Wentz reportedly could have dealt with an ACL tear. Pete, your your thoughts on um, like yeah, Philly clinched the NFC East today, but it's bittersweet, right? I mean, without Wentz, they're done. So yeah, the epitome yeah. of a Pyrrhic victory. Yeah, if, if if he's gone, they're finished. I, and look, they have a lot of good players on that team. But think about what – okay, they've already overcome the loss of the left tackle. They've already overcome the loss of their middle linebacker. Two key players on any team, and now you're going to overcome the loss of a guy who's in the MVP hunted quarterback. I just don't think Nick Foles can go in there and take the team to the Super Bowl. Could they win a playoff game? Probably, maybe, but they're not winning the Super Bowl with Nick Foles. By the way, it's worth noting here that the conductor, Eric Desjardins, a producer, is wearing his long sleeve Eagles yeah, shirt he's right pro- now. He has tears running he is, down his he eyes. Is, he is despondent right now. Yeah, despondent you got right a little, now. Your eyes are a little like they've been crying little tears or something over there. Yeah, you're right. The tweets know. that are coming out, too, uh, like Les Bowen has a shot of Wentz. He's riding a cart to the bus to get out of the stadium. I just um, saw one of Wentz like, at, at, at the at the. Yeah, Steve food Weiss line. tweeted it. Yeah, he's like, the, he's like, here's Wentz on a, walking through the food line with a brace on. I, I just want to, like, I, look, everyone knows I'm a Giants fan, and, like, I don't 
I don't care for the, I mean, listen, I don't really care who wins and loses. And I mean that sincerely. I, I have no, like grew up hating the Eagles. No one wants to see this though. And no, if, you're heck an, no. if you're an NFL fan, like this really sucks. It's terrible. Cause yeah. he's so much freaking fun to watch. And it's just, this is the worst season I think we've ever had with injuries to star players in the NFL. And yeah. this one's absolutely brutal. And this was a legit Super Bowl team and they would have won this game. I mean, if once it played, they would have won. They won it with Nick Foles. I mean, it just, it, it really is the worst. It really is they're, the worst. They're, and they're, I, I, would the current, I think, the current, I think they're done with no yeah, ones. They're the current number one seed. In the, in the NFC, um, they're, you know, probably still going to get a buy, but not, uh, certainly not definitively. And, um, yeah, it's a dagger. Look, this team has been great. Wentz was one of the two dudes along with Tom Brady. And I think now you have to expand the discussion a little bit. Russell Wilson is an interesting name, but he lost in Jacksonville. A little guy I like to talk about Philip Rivers is going to get in the MVP discussion, but this is, this Wentz was on track. And the way he was playing, I mean, he threw a great touchdown pass to Austin Jeffrey after he suffered the injury. Um, you know, it was a, it, it, he was on track to battle with Tom Brady for that MVP selection. And now if he's out, the Eagles are going to be a underdog at home in a playoff game that they're hosting. And probably and in the th- NFC, they probably will be right. If it's Atlanta, if it's, if it's Carolina, I mean, Atlanta, Orleans. Carolina, Seattle, I mean, like, yeah, Seattle. New Orleans, Seattle, the Rams, the Packers with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, yeah, there's no doubt. They, uh, yeah. they look, the MVP, might as well, it's uh, Tom Brady's MVP now. It's done. Yeah, it looks like it, especially done. with the Seahawks losing. It's done. Um, and, and, and throwing three interceptions to the guy in Seattle, too. He had it, Pete. Well, seriously, in all, in, all seriousness, in, in all seriousness, what happens if, if the Chargers won out and went 10 and 6 and the, Do- and the, and the Patriots lose to the Steelers and don't capture the number one seed in the AFC. I mean, Rivers has got a chance, but I think Brady's going to get it all. Like, he would have to really fall flat on his face for it to not be Brady. Wow. So, um, according to Ben Fox, who runs ESPN, he's the editor for ESPN Chalk, pretty good follow on Twitter. Um, he tweeted out that the Westgate has moved the Eagles Super Bowl. I guess I could have just checked my email, but um, Eagles have moved the uh, Westgate has moved the Eagles Super Bowl odds from four to one to ten to one. Wentz injury pending, but that you know, so the who's now the favorite in the NFC? But that that's not like like a major like shift though. That's pretty huge. So who's now the favorite in the NFC? It's got to be the Vikings still, right? Even with the loss. I guess Case Keenum came back to earth. Today. Let's talk. All right. So, I mean, anything else you want to touch on with respect to Wentz and the Rams? I thought the Rams played a pretty good game. The Eagles, um, tremendous job to stay in there and fight and to, to come away with the win. Uh, you know, dealing with, uh, you know, with the Wentz injury and, and sort of struggling offensively for stretches and pretty nice, pretty nice job by them. I got two Huge win. On. But, um, I, got two I don't think on. it, uh, I don't think it, uh, I don't think it, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't take too much away from the Rams losing that. They're in a tough stretch of games here. I don't know, man. Um, two things. Number one, um, I think Sean McVay sometimes gets a little too cute with his play sure. calling. Like, like the, the, the led directly to the Chris Long strip sack that ultimately swung the game. Like, you got Todd Gurley, dude. Run the frickin' ball. Like, I know, like, you fall in love with the pass and Jared Goff's been great and no one's a bigger Jared Goff fan than me, but run the damn ball. And on the other side, I keep saying it. I'm telling you. Doug Peterson's going to screw this team when it matters the most. Like, I, and even though it worked and Wentz did it on a torn ACL, going forward on fourth dumb. down was, was, was ridiculous. Really dumb. And a great catch by Alshon Jeffrey, but there's three minutes to go in the third quarter. You kick the field goal. You take the points yes, there. That's a, an awful decision, Bad. even though it worked. Yeah. Like, Peterson's going to pull crap like that when it really, really matters, like in January, and it's going to backfire, and it's obvious. And, and just remember that I'm saying it right now that it's going to happen because it's almost a lock to happen. 
Well, it might not matter anyways. They might not be in a situation like that, you know, with Foles. I just thought Nick Foles is bad. I don't know that he's bad. I he mean, threw he's, twenty-seven he's, and two one year, and it was an accident. He loves he's a, to hate Nick Foles. He's a good backup quarterback. He's a backup. You he, can't win in the Super Bowl he, with a backup. I mean, backups have won the Super Bowl before. Yeah. Jeff Pete, Costa. rank um, Nick's that you've dealt with today: Foles and Costas. Oh, Nick Costas is much better at his job than Nick Foles is. <laughs> oh, wow! I thought you'd take a free free shot. To, no, to... that's how bad Nick, Nick Foles is. It's, by it's, the way. More, it's more it's more of an insult to Foles than a compliment. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Philly, the number one seed, is clinched. Minnesota, ten and three. The Seahawks are out at eight and five currently of the playoffs that they started today. Um, spoiler: they don't start today. Uh, L.A. nine and four in the three seed now. New Orleans nine and four in the four seed, and the Carolina Panthers, after beating the Minnesota Vikings heartily, handily, heartily, whatever you want to call it, they took care of business. Let Minnesota it wasn't get back handily. Dumb- Listen to fanboy Brinson. It wasn't handily. Losing, losing. They needed a sixty-two yard run late to win the game. Stop it. They, it wasn't made, they made mistakes at the end that let Minnesota back in it, but they dominated. And, refer- the game. and referees a much took better team. referees took four points away from the Vikings at the end of the first half. Me, 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 me. The Panthers are the better team, yes or no? No. No. No, what? they're not. Let's well, ask you the better That question. was the third straight road game for Minnesota. They're at home. You're the supposed- Panthers are the better team today. Well, yes ob- no. objectively speaking, who is the better team, the Vikings or the Panthers? I think the Panthers are. Well, who is the better team, the Vikings or the yeah, Panthers? Yeah, don't, don't, don't hedge it. Just answer it. Stop at the semantics. I, hedge it. I, I Who's would rather the Panthers. They beat them straight up today. So you think, so you're, I want you to say it right, right now. I, the Panthers I, I will are a better it. team than the Vikings and have a higher ceiling than the Vikings because the Vikings have Case Keenum and your boy crashed back to earth today. No, he did not. And no, he did not, by the way. He threw a couple interceptions, but he also threw two touchdowns and had one call back and he crashed to earth today. You know what, you know what, you know who crashed to earth today? When you get – they got down there and tied the game. Your defense has to make – you're supposed to be a great defense. You make a stop in that situation, right? You get the ball back. You make a stop. You don't let Cam Newton run 62 yards and win the no, game. That's a bad, yeah. That was a pretty well, I, mean, I would say the same thing about Carolina's defense too. Like when you get that situation where – like the, the Luke Keekley and, and Thomas Davis missing that tackle on um, on Adam Thielen was unacceptable. I mean they, they both whiffed on the tackle, allowed him to make a long run, and that, that's what got it back in. And then Cam made a terrible interception. Or, well, it was, a, it was a bad pass high. McCaffrey couldn't get a, wrangle it in, and it was an interception. Um, I, yeah, I, look, I, I would take Carolina straight up because I think I trust their offense a little bit more. I mean, they, you do. They, I can't Cam wait for Newton your heart has, to get Cam Newton hasn't thrown for over 200 yards in what three of the last four games. Am I wrong about that? Isn't that what it is? Under- yeah, I mean they they have a, they can be not great, but I just you've got Cam who's a I mean. You would rather have Cam than Case Keenum in one game, right? Yes. You would think. Yes. Yeah. Okay, you, guys, I mean, like, you guys know who's winning the NFC, though. My I Saints. I don't think so. They're kind of trending in the wrong direction. Here. Okay. If if Alvin Kamara does isn't concussed on the first drive, they absolutely win on Thursday night. You don't know that. They almost won without him. With him, well, they, they definitely you don't win. don't know that. So come on. What do you think? What do you think? You don't know that. But what, I'm asking you what you think. If they should have won the game in the first place. If Alvin place. Kamara plays the full 60 minutes, do the Saints win in your opinion, yes or no? No. We can't say that. I'm asking you what you think, I not don't what think. you know. I don't think. And I will they also say no. That is a two-to-one uh, majority, which means that the Saints would not have won in this they hypothetical yeah, you, you, you two are, are so full of it. They should have won the game anyways. Drew Brees threw a bad interception. If Alvin Kamara plays the 60 minutes, they absolutely win. And anyone listening to this that knows anything about the sport that we're talking about knows that what I'm saying is true. 
It's not even debatable. Come it, on. It is debatable. It's not. It is. It's li- we were literally having a debate about it, and two people can't agree. He's the so best was, player was, on the team. They didn't have him, and they almost won without him. With him, they absolutely well, win. He's not the best player on the team. The quarterback's the best Conductor, player on the team. Conductor, if Alvin Kamara plays 60 minutes, do the Saints beat the Falcons? I'll tie it up. Yeah. See, that's, that's what no, you No, but do you actually think corner, that, though? Go to Eric and you say, hey, can we, uh, <laughs> I need a, I need a, I need a Wait, tie Alvin Kamara is the best player on the Saints? That's I would say Drew Brees. Still I don't know if he's the, the most important the player on no, the Saints. No, he's not the best player. I think as of right he's now. He's not better than Cam Jordan either. I hate he's, to tell you. Alvin Kamara is the best player on the Saints. No, Cam Jordan's been fantastic. Yes, he is. As far as football is concerned, he's the best football player on the Saints. No, he is not. He is. You're wrong. But you're entitled to the That doesn't mean he's the, I, I, Drew Brees is more important. Drew Brees is better and Cam Jordan is better. I don't think so. Well, you're wrong. I think Kamara is the best football player on that team. You're wrong. But you're entitled to your wrong opinion. As usual. Thank you. Um, so, uh, who, how would you, how would you rank the NFC teams then, Pete? Um, I don't know who's good and who's bad from te- week to week. No, you can't, how can you pick these teams? How, how can you say any one's better than the other? Well, Carson Wentz just got hurt, so you could probably say that the teams are better than Philly, right? Right. If he's out for the year, they're better than Philly. But, I mean, is, what I about? The, I don't think the Rams are truly ready for prime time yet. Like prime time, prime time. No. So, who, so you think the winner's gonna come out of the NFC South or Minnesota? I think it's the Saints. I know you do, but you think it. So, but what? What if Atlanta goes in there and beats them next week? They won't. Two weeks or whatever. They is. won't. They can. I don't think they will, though. Hmm. You'd be surprised. Well, what do you? What do you think? In terms of ranking the the NFC teams, or yes. in terms of NFC teams? Yeah, I would take Carolina number one, and then. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, look, uh, Carolina you know, plays Green Bay next week, and that could be Aaron Rodgers coming back. It'd be a big game. Uh, almost certainly will be Aaron Rodgers coming back. I'm gonna go. Be... I'm gonna go ahead and say that uh, I'm gonna pick the Panthers to win that game. Yeah. Are you? Back to back Every, everyone's going to pick the Packers. Yeah, I would. Yeah, that's true. Back to back road games for the Packers too. Yeah, no, I'm. I think I'm with you. I mean, like, I I wouldn't be. Look, Minnesota. I, I think Minnesota is still probably the best team, you know, in terms of the resume that they put together. If you're picking just one game, I might I might take L.A. or New Orleans because I think they're more complete on both sides of the ball when they're perfectly healthy. One thing to worry, watch for L.A. Andrew Whitworth left with an injury. That is a Huge injury. No, Havenstein left with the injury. What's that? Havenstein left with the injury. Didn't Rob, Whitworth leave no, too? No, I didn't crazy? see Whitworth leave. Rob Havenstein left, and, and in fact, the backup tackle and came in. And then the tackle got beat on the Chris Long strip sack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, they, look, the offensive line, I, I mean, the offensive line is important for everybody. You know, you said, look, I think you saw that with Minnesota, too, today, because um, they, lost they were missing today, two. Too. Well, they lost Reef. Riley Reef went down in that game today. Whitworth yeah, well, they didn't have early. Rivers to start. And I, look, I know it's Mike Rivers, but I mean, I he's been, he's been much better than a huge upgrade for them this year. And you saw like the Panthers got after Case Keenum quickly. And in this division, or no, this division, excuse me, in this conference where, you know, you're going to have to go up against Timmy Jordan and Fletcher Cox, Aaron Donald, Cameron Jordan, Kawan Short, you know, the list of guys goes on. I mean, Seattle has some, some gunners and Green Bay's got some guys too, obviously. Uh, you know, it's not, you don't want to be losing your offensive lineman at this stage of the game because it's going to be difficult to proceed through the playoffs. You know, here's the thing. It, the Rams are in danger of not making – being a wild card team and not winning that division. Because uh, if Seattle wins next week, they're right. tied in record, and Seattle has the twice. tiebreaker. They beat them twice. Yep. A bad loss for the Rams, especially with, with the Foles playing the entire fourth quarter to lose that game. And, and, and yeah. Seattle closes with at Dallas and home against Arizona – who do the Rams close with, Nick? Seattle, they, they, so the Rams go at Seattle, then they get at Tennessee. Tennessee's awful. 
Um, but that is in Tennessee. And that's you know, back-to-back back games. Tough and trip. then all of a sudden they get San Francisco at home in Week 17, which looked like an easy game until Jimmy Garoppolo turned into a better, better looking, better playing version of Tom Brady. You know, I love I love Jimmy G. He looks great. I mean, he do you know why? Great. Do you know why? Because he is great. Well, he's not great yet. He is great. He's already he's great. great. Oh, he's already he's great. a Hall of Famer. He's yeah, a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's better, he's better than Philip Rivers. But he look. No, it's not get carried away. He's better than Joe Montana, but he's not better than Philip Rivers. Oh, fair enough. Not better than Tom Brady. Or, yeah, or, or, or Eli Manning. The Rams. The Rams. He's have, better than Eli Manning no, like, he's right now. The Rams. You know, you know, be, better than Peyton, not better than Eli. The Rams have problems right now. By the way, the Rams have. If they go to Seattle and lose, and then go to Tennessee and lose, what if they don't make the postseason? That oh, well, would well, be... fire Sean McVay, obviously. Trade Goff. I mean, cut cut Aaron Donald. If they lose, okay, let's just say they lose to Seattle and I'm then lose to Tennessee. What, what would, that would give them to what? Uh, nine and nine uh, and six. Yeah, and then they have to. They win. have to lose out to miss the playoffs, right? I mean, ten's going to get them there. Ten will get them there, correct? Right? I believe so. Yes. Not guaranteed, though, for sure. What I mean, Dallas, Dallas. What's Dallas? Dallas now that last game at Philly ain't so tough. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think we can get the Cowboys. But the Cowboys have what? The Raiders next week. The Raiders laid down like dogs against the, the Cowboys. Well, they stink. Season's over. Is it Cowboys Raiders next week? Then they I think got it's Cowboys, Cowboys Raiders, Seahawks, then Seahawks, Seahawks then, then Eagles. Eagles. That ain't... Cowboys could go ten and six. Right. Yeah, I mean but the Rams look, beat the look, Cowboys. The, the Packers could the Rams still get beat ten the and six too. And Dallas. The Rams beat the Cowboys though. So. If it comes Rams Cowboys head up, yeah, yeah. But if it's a but if it's a ten and six three way tie, it doesn't matter what the head to head is. Unless, there's, division unless wins. it applies to all of them, and who are the other who you're talking about? Would like would it be could be one of the NFC South teams. Well, next Saturday night, are you going to take the Chargers to beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead? Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. Oh, yes. I think I, I think I'm going to take the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm not. I like the Chargers. I'm with Will on that one. Well, I, I don't know what the line is. I'm assuming it'll be like three and a half or something like that. I will guess that the line for that game is Kansas City minus three. Yeah, three points. So we're talking about the scenario where Green Bay has to win out, right? Dallas has to win out. Wow. Do you, want, do you want to know what the opening line is? I'm sorry to interrupt, but no. I just saw it. Do you want to know what it is? Sure. No, he hates that. It's a pick oh, yeah, I don't want to be whatever. I kind of already said it. It's a pick em. Uh, So they wow. think the Chargers are a better team. <laughs> wow. I love That's it. not stunning. I mean, like, I would assume that people will Chiefs. be on the Chargers in this game, right? Free money on the Chiefs. I, like the, I wouldn't I like say the Chargers. Money. You're crazy. Chargers win that game. All right. So let's go to the uh, – we talk about Seattle and Jacksonville. What about that game? I mean, what a, the bully. All right, so here's the scenario. With, by the way, the Rams lose out. Cowboys win out. Packers win out. Um, How do you have all this information? Oh, no, no. So, so, um, right, so here, actually, here's the scenario. Rams lose the next two games and beat the – because I'm using the ESPN playoff machine. Just ran through it real quick. Um, Rams win the next two and then lose. A lot of plugs for ESPN today from Bobby Yeah, v. I know. What the heck is wrong with you? I mean, I don't care. Whatever. Be it, yeah. Prop up. If, if something's good, I'll talk about it. I don't care. Do, do, do we have a playoff machine? We have a great interactive playoff standings thing, but you can't do the future stuff with the, the playoff machine. So anyway, Rams lose the next two, then beat San Francisco. Cowboys went out. Packers went out. And Panthers finish 10 and Six. Ten and six, and I think that the Rams would miss. So the Rams are going to make it. They'll make it. They should make it. A lot has to happen for them to miss, but it's not entirely off the table. And and like you and know, like today, some of this might some face. of this might require like strength of victory stuff. The There's actually a scenario out there where both the where it's Eagles, Vikings, Saints, 
Seahawks, Packers, Cowboys. Wouldn't that be something? I gotta like, tell you, get the Seahawks out of my face. Like that pissed me off at the end of the game today against Jacksonville. This team's act is, this team's uh, act is where the Michael Bennett stuff is really wearing thin. They they attacked the the, the kneel down. Like that was that was clown. Of course, I'm, I'm, the dude was climbing stuff. the stands. Yeah, well, he got a beer thrown on him, so he kind of couldn't fall. I mean, he's got to control himself. Like to me, like the beef there, like. Listen, the player should not have done that, obviously. The fans also shouldn't have done it. Everyone's sort of at fault there. The player needs to know better, no question. But why the hell is Michael Bennett like, diving at Brandon Linder's legs there on a victory formation? Well, I don't think he was the one that dove at the legs. I think it was the other guy on the other side, and then Linder got angry, and then they got into it. Somehow he ended up on top of him. But don't die. And then they did it again. That's why Jefferson got thrown out. It he really thought... was Bush League amateur hour from Pete Carroll and company. It really yeah, was. It was. You know what yeah, it is? I, I don't, I don't, they don't like to get hit in the mouth. The Steelers in the, I mean, the Seahawks in the playoffs. You know, you know, Brinson, they don't like to get hit in the mouth, the Seahawks. Wait, they what, got hit in the mouth. Wait, wait, what'd you just say about that, Will, about the Seahawks in the playoffs? I don't really have any interest in seeing them in the playoffs. I gotta tell you, I, I, I tweeted, I, I hope the Rams kill the Seahawks next week. Like, you get wanna, this team out of my face. You don't want to see the three interception MVP in the playoffs? He was outstanding in the fourth quarter. Oh, okay, yeah, it was like two, like like one play where a guy fell hey, down. He busted it. Stop it! But on 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 the yeah, who was the first one to Richardson? Not the yeah. second one to lock it. On the first one to Richardson, he made an outstanding play to evade a sack. Correct. He kept his eyes down. But he was jumpy in the pocket today when there wasn't any. Well, pressure. how could you not be jumpy? There in the wasn't pocket. that much pressure the against the, the Jaguars. The line played good, decent today. The Come first on. half was. Go back and Come watch on. the tape. I'll bet you any amount of money he left clean pockets today. He wasn't good today. I might have been sleeping during. He wasn't. He wasn't good. He wasn't good today. He wasn't good. Bortles was good today. Bortles was good. Two games Would in a you, row. If the hope- Jaguars and the Seahawks met in the Super Bowl, what would the line be? Seattle uh, by neutral field, Seattle minus two, two and a half. Two and a half, yeah. Give me the Jaguars. I mean, well, I would you know take what? the Jaguars too. You know what though? It would be a bloodbath. By the way, you know who stinks? You know who really stinks? He really stinks. And no one talks about how much he stinks, and it really bothers me because this guy stinks. Marcus Mariota stinks. He's bad. He's playing crappy. Is Bortles playing better than Mariota? Yes. No doubt, yeah. right? No doubt. Mariota and Jameis Winston have been a major, major disappointment in terms of two guys picked first and second overall, um, heading into their third seasons, expected to blossom, and both guys took a big step back this year. I mean, if you were starting a franchise, where would you put Mariota and Winston amongst – Goff, Dak, and uh, Wentz, and like, Wentz, like a healthy Wentz. I take all three of those guys before Jameis or Mariota. Right now, you would. But you got to remember, yeah. both of them have been playing hurt this year. Yeah, Mariota's been back for a while. Yeah, but I, I still think there's something wrong with him. Yeah, His leg. I think. Well, I think too, like with Mariota, like the fact that it's a, it was a hammy. Right. Um, is, is a huge deal for the way he, he plays, broke, obviously. He and then broke his Winston leg last with shoulder year, stuff, and, you know? and he never looked right to me. But, and, and Winston's shoulder hasn't looked right. But again, neither one of them has stepped up. So yeah, you take the other three first. I, and get the Titans out of my face too while we're at it. God, like, they, yeah, they're they finally terrible. caught up with them today. And listen, like, I, and like, see, we have, I'm sure we have a lot of great Seahawks fans and Titans fans. Like, I'm not trying to shove it in your guys' faces. It's just like the Seahawks act is just wearing thin and the Titans just aren't a good football team. But it's still going to come down to the Titans, Titans might not make the playoffs. It's still going to come down to the Titans and the Jaguars in the final week for the division though. Yeah, but like, I, I, the Titans, we could, we could see a scenario. So the Titans are now, things have changed, right? Things change very quickly in the NFL. Their final three games are at San Francisco, which, which is can, not a surefire I'll win. I'll tell you anymore. what, I'm going to pick the Niners to win that game. 
Back yeah, back sure. Long I would, do, do you know why I'm going to take the Niners to win that game? Do you know why I'm going to take them? Because they got the better quarterback. Yep. So and then, yeah, who would you take, Jimmy G or Mariota, if you're building a team? Gar- Garoppolo. Probably Jimmy G. <laughs> All right, right, so you got – so they go to San Francisco, then they got the Rams at home, and then they got Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah they could finish 8-8, and, and Mike Malarkey could get fired. Like, like that's not off now. the table at all. Well, Jacksonville has to go to San Francisco Christmas weekend. Jacksonville will will beat the you-know-what out of the 49ers. Yeah, they will. They've got Houston at home, at San no Francisco, doubt. at Tennessee. Jacksonville is going to finish 12-4 and four and get a friggin' bye in the playoffs. J- J- Jacksonville's good. Yeah. How are they going to get a bye? You're going to be ahead of Pittsburgh? Okay, New England they beats beat Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh straight right, up. New England beats Pittsburgh. Loses New England. Jacksonville wins out. New England beats Pittsburgh. Jacksonville has the bye. We'll get a bye. They'll be the two seed. That would be yep. unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Tennessee. Maroon, if they go twelve and four and get the two seed, is Marone the coach of the year? Or should mm-hmm. you get half to him and half to Coughlin? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about the what about the fact that the Buffalo Bills? Who beat the Colts in the, in this crazy snow game and had no business winning it. They got a very lucky late, late, late flag. Um, on the, on that two point conversion. I mean, I mean, I mean, it felt like all the fans had like gone home already at that point. Like everyone was out yeah. of the stadium and all of a sudden. I thought sudden it was like a, like a touchdown. Yeah. It was the right call. It was, it was, it was the right call. Before later, but, um, but the Bills get Miami twice, New England once. They could theoretically finish well, nine and seven. Nah, nine they're they're going to go eight and eight. They'll split with Miami. Well, I'm just saying sweet. the Titans could go eight and eight, and the Bills could go nine and seven, and we could see a situation where the Titans miss the playoffs and the Bills and Chargers get in. Kansas City and Tennessee misses the playoffs. That'd be wild. Well, what about? So I think we we keep discounting the possibility of two teams making it in from the West. No, I I, I yeah, hope AFC that happens. Yeah. I would much rather see Kansas City and L.A. in as opposed to Kansas City and Tennessee or L.A. and Tennessee or or, or Buffalo. Yeah, or Buffalo. Right, 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 right. So the Chargers are, by the way, I mean, look, the Chargers looked outstanding again against the Redskins, and that's not the sort of game where you just don't, the Chargers haven't done that a lot um, in recent years. Like they don't beat they the don't, teams you're supposed to beat and beat them handily. And it wasn't ever close. Like, it wasn't even remotely close. No, and, from, from, from uh, They did it, and I mean, like, I got to tell you guys, I think the Chargers might win out. I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest if they did. Well, they got the Raiders the last week, right? Isn't that mm-hmm. I mean, they're I think, the, I the think they're going to lose to Kansas the City, but who Raiders knows? at home. Well, they'll win the last two. It all comes down to the Saturday coming up. The winner of Saturday's game wins a division. Most likely. Yes, that is correct. Because the Chiefs would then have a two-game two game lead, lead with two the, to go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Raiders are dead, right? Raiders are dead? Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they get, they get Dallas. Yeah. Oh, God. Dallas at Philly at LA. See, if you're a Cowboys, if you're a Actually, Raiders fan, fired? I, I was going to say, if I'm a Raiders fan, you know what I hope for? Go six and ten, have it bottom out, get blown out three weeks in a row, and hopefully, hopefully the he's coach not gets firing fired. Del Rio. He's too tight with the owner. The owner wants him around. There's no way he's firing him. No way, not happening. Even at six and ten, not happening. Zero percent chance. No, but I will say this about the Raiders: Derek Carr's played like crap this year. Yeah. Yes. Would you take Derek Carr? Where does Derek Carr fall? All right. Derek Carr, Wentz, Dak, Goff, Garoppolo, Mariota, Jameis Winston. Who's below Derek Carr on, 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 uh, your starting a franchise list? Mariota and Winston. Hmm. You, you rush the judgment on Garoppolo. Let him play more than six games. Or I whatever. take Garoppolo first just, over. Just answer the question, Pete. I, I would take Carr over Garoppolo right now, but <laughs> <laughs> he's not playing better. <laughs> 
you guys, you're the rush, you're the rush to judgment kings. You think the Niners are going to give Garoppolo a hundred million dollar contract? No, yeah, franchise they should. Him. They're going to franchise him. Let's let's wait until a couple weeks and then I might change my mind. But you guys rush the judgment, man. I just know that the guy's freaking awesome, man. I, and I have I have no horse in the fight. I'm not a Niners fan. I don't have some, a bet he, on the Niners. He's beat two really good teams in the last couple of weeks too. Like, he's yeah, got okay. no one around him, and, they, and he's won two but games. Both really, on, he's won, they're both on the road. Yeah, I you know, know you, Nick. You know what I'm going to do this week when we do, we do our like tally our MVP com. I'm going to give Jimmy Garoppolo my fifth vote for MVP. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Garoppolo might be the NFL MVP. <laughs> Can't rule him out. Who did you have in the second spot last week? Um, I, I went Brady Wentz. Russell Rivers Kamara. <laughs> is, R- is Rivers ahead of Wilson now? Yes, he is. The oh. record's worse. Yeah, but they're better. I, I don't care. They're like I mean, like they they were zero and four and dead in the water, and Rivers has played his tail off all season long. Uh, I would helped... say that. Huh? He was he was not good for a stretch. That's not true. It is absolutely go to, go to true. Game log. How about the game? How about the Kansas City game in L.A. when he threw like five interceptions and it could have been fifteen. Go to the game logs. He hasn't. He, he was a lot better than you thought he was. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. You buried him after one game. By the way, Steelers are right now are blowing out the Ravens. I, didn't bet on I the got game. a loser. I didn't bet on it. Really frustrating because Pittsburgh's going to win this game like like forty two to seven. I need Le'Veon Bell to have like. Well, he already has one touchdown. Did he score no, here? He just scored again on a rushing touchdown. Got, but I need him. Then. I'm down like thirty points. I need down thirty one points now after the two touchdowns. Oh, so he has to have like a fifty point night. You know what I need tomorrow night? I need Chris Hogan to go you have a big day. So you can beat Dave Richard and FFT? Yep. Not oh, that's you, a, lose. you losing? Is that what's happening? Yeah, it's, and I got Guskowski and Hogan and he's got Kenyon Drake. God, I hope you lose. I'm losing. So like if we were going to Oh yeah, he's going undefeated then losing in week sixteen and all his friends are gonna mock him for the rest of his life. Who you, Nick? Yeah. Well, you know, I went thirteen and zero in my home league. Yeah, that's. It, I've never done that. That's incredible. Well, you know, it's going to be. It's just going to make. I'm instead of being the seventy-two Dolphins, I'm going to be the two thousand seven Patriots. Yep. You're losing. Ironically, right? you know what though? He. I said, hope someone starts Eli Manning against you in the finals. He said. I he, hope. Me too. <laughs> he said. It, he said it would be worse to lose the last week instead of next week. So I hope he wins next week and then loses the last what week. A, what a POS he is, man. You it's unreal. Yeah. And he sits and roots against my bets. Like, the guy's uh, – he's evil. Yeah. Like with friends like this, who needs enemies? It's um, incredible. Um, you know what? I But you guys are friend, friends enough that, like, if I were going to the Chargers-Chiefs game on Saturday night, I would take you. And when I took you, I would, would buy tickets. How would we get tickets. the tickets? Yeah, how would we do that, Will? We would, we would – first, well, we would – Whoever hadn't downloaded the Seeking app would download it immediately and use our promo code PICK6 to get $20 off our purchase. That's right, 20 bucks off your first purchase on the Seeking app. Just use the promo code PICK6, P-I-C-K-S-I-X. Because buying tickets has never been easier. It can be complicated. It can be confusing. But if you use SeatGeek, it's the easiest, smartest, fastest way to get tickets to every type of live event. Whether you're searching for a last-minute deal, planning a night out, or just need to bribe your wife into not hating you anymore with those Chargers tickets or perhaps some Broadway tickets, whatever it is, SeatGeek will help you find the best seats at the best prices. I have personally used SeatGeek, and it is awesome. The best part about it is it's on your phone. You download the app. You fire up the app. You search for the thing you need, and you zoom in on the seating chart, and you can find seats, and it will give you a deal 
Raider. So you'll figure out which seats you need to go to, which seats are the best prices. It is a, it grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Every purchase is fully guaranteed so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. And again, 20 bucks off, off. Download the SeatGeek app. Use promo code PICK6. 20 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase. Um, do, uh, any, I'm trying to think. I've got a lament. Lament? lament. Please, lament away. It's the gambler's lament. So oh, I had a pretty good day today. Um, I had a pretty good week. Um, won a nice amount of money. But I was sort of waffling between whether or not I want to take the Steelers or not. Hammered Hank Goldberg was here. He loved the Ravens. That made me a little skittish about it because I loved Pittsburgh all week. Yeah, and I too. didn't, and I didn't bet on Pittsburgh because I was up enough money and said, you know what? I don't want to risk losing anything. I'm just going to take my winnings. And now the Steelers are up by 14 and I'm freaking devastated by it because I would have put a nice amount of money on Pittsburgh. And I know that there are listeners that can relate to that, which is when do you, when, when do you want to walk away? And then it's like, I almost hope like, like my pick loses so that I don't have to deal with it because Pittsburgh's going to win this game now 42 to seven. Like there's no doubt in my mind. And I'm kind of upset with myself for it. The gambler's um, lament. I would, uh, I would hold your lamenting until the end of the game. Maybe Baltimore covers. Weird, weirder things have happened, right? I mean, like, it looks like Pittsburgh's the better team. Pittsburgh is the better team. They're probably going to win, and we're going to get a nice little AFC showdown. I, I would presume that, Mr. Monday Night, you, you like the Patriots. I at, do, at I do, but I'll probably put a couple shekels on that tomorrow because this has been a nice week. But yeah, this, this sucks because I loved the Steelers all week and then I didn't take the game. However, you know what you, sh- you know what you should have done? What's that? Should have teased the Patriots and the Steelers. You're right. Steelers had a pick them. Patriots minus five. Yeah, that would have been – actually, I think it would have been four and a half because it's down to ten and a half now. I guess money's coming in on Miami for whatever reason. Um, I still like the Patriots even though they're getting gronk. Do do you guys think that Cleveland is going to win a football game this year? What's the schedule the rest of the way? Uh, they get – if, today, if they didn't win today, I mean, it's hard to imagine. Baltimore at home, at Lost. Chicago, at Pittsburgh. No, they're going 0-7. They're going 0-16. Yeah, they're not winning. Wow. I saw Dave Mason of uh, Bet Online or whatever it is, I think. He's, yes. he's like, man, these the Browns are really screwing us. He's like, we have major exposure to them going 0-16. But not only that, but like every week, like, and they were plus three, plus three and a half today. They're, they're up 21-7 in the fourth quarter. I think it was the fourth quarter at least. And not only do they lose the game, but they give up a touchdown in overtime and don't even cover the spread. Yeah. Like, it's incredible. Yeah. yeah, so I'm leading my picks league for the week, and it's 250 bucks if you win the week, which is a nice little chunk of cash, right? I mean, that wouldn't Sounds be bad. like you don't need 50 bucks then for your entry fee. Yeah, right. What's your what's your beef? Well, I'm probably going to lose, but no, I lost both of both of Cleveland and Indianapolis in overtime walk-offs in the picks league. I'd be I'd, I would have clinched the week already if I'd gotten both of those. Pretty frustrating. I just kind of I want to talk more about Jimmy Garoppolo. I want to okay. I want to wrap this up. <laughs> no, I kind of want to wrap it up also. But um, no, seriously, Garoppolo is awesome. He's good. He's really good. Yeah. You know what I like? The one throw he made in the middle of the field. He looked off the safety and came back to the middle. Threw He's just so that. poised. He really is. Hey, he learned from the, he learned from the best. That's, there's no doubt about it. Um, he did. It's, I, I think that's it, right? There's nothing else yeah. for us to talk about. We're good.
Yeah, not a whole lot. We're going to talk to uh, Jason Lockham Ford next. We're going to bring him on. We'll talk to him earlier, actually, before I recorded with you guys. We did that in the 1 p.m. games. I'm sure that will be in no way uh, discombobulating for our listeners, but we'll talk some more Garoppolo with him. We'll talk about that snowball, and uh, we'll go around the uh, the coaching carousel when we chat up JLC next. And I hope by the time that everyone hears this, the Carson Wentz does not have a torn ACL. Yes. Because that would be a major bummer. Yes. Indeed it would. Well, guys, it's been real at the Costos for Nick. Tweet him your Monday night complaints about his picks at Prisco CBS. Tweet him and let him know that Russell is not the real MVP. Thank you for listening. As always, subscribe on iTunes. Let's go talk to Jason Lockenfora. Will Brinson, Jason Lockenfora. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Week 14 rolling right through. Doing all right. Actually, as we speak here, Mariota throws a pick. He might end up this year with more picks than touchdowns. And this pick was beyond ugly with them in field goal range. Yeesh. Wow, was it was it returned for six? No, no, it was deep. No, they were no, it wasn't. Yeah, nobody brought it back eighty-five yards or anything like that. But I, I didn't see a receiver in sight. I mean, oh, okay. it's yeah, not good, not good. Blake uh, Blake Bortles throwing touchdowns and Marcus Mariota throwing picks, just like we all expected in the year twenty seventeen of our Lord. Let's talk about a different quarterback though, and we'll get to some coaches on the hot seat. Um, there's going to be a lot of people fired, a lot of people moving on. We will talk about the snowstorm and Colts and Bills. But first, how friggin' good does Jimmy Garoppolo look, Jason? I, I got to say, I, di- I wasn't able to watch that game as closely as I watched the game last week where I kind of figured I was going to write about his debut, and I saw every snap he took last week. Um, you know, this week, Every time I watched a play, he was leading a poised, confident drive. Uh, That's a completely different offense. It's a completely different offensive line. I mean, C.J. Beathard, remember, was getting mauled like every other play. Like, it was hard to watch. This kid knows when to get rid of the ball. He finds his second and third and fourth options. You can tell they're able to run something that looks a lot more um, like what Kyle Shanahan's offenses are supposed to look like. He's, he, they're going to have to franchise him. I mean, it's, that's where that thing's going. Like, they wasted that four- to five-week gestation period where they were getting him ready to go, but he obviously wasn't earning himself any more money because he was only practicing. And they're going to win some more games. The defense is, is pretty good. It's gotten better through the year. I thought they'd win five or six games this year. I did not think they would be horrible. They may end up winning something like five games. Um, Garoppolo is a player, dude. I mean, I, were you, you, you were able to keep a pretty close eye on it. I mean, every time I looked up, he was making a play. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I was, I was flipping. It was weird because the three games that I was watching with, uh, like I had the, I had Panthers Vikings on one TV. Um, yeah, it was the best game of the, of the early slate. And then yeah. I was flipping back and forth between, um, Browns, Packers, Bills, Colts, and, and, 49ers Texans which should be just three crap games and they were actually fascinating to watch and I, the, the thing with Garoppolo that you just know like you know when you would watch Dak, Dak uh, Prescott play last year and you would just be astounded and be like that guy belongs like you could yes. just he has this air about him Garoppolo has that same thing and he moves like he isn't flustered and but it's a totally different scenario no. because a he, he joined this team post like after midseason uh, B, he's learning an entirely new system. The closest thing to which he dealt with was when he played against – he didn't play against Kyle Shanahan in the Super Bowl. And C, he didn't have nearly the personnel around him that Dak Prescott did in Dallas in his rookie no. year. You can tell that this guy 
has we talk, I think we said this last week, but like he has it. He has whatever yeah. it is that allows someone to come up with a great quarterback. He moves with poise. He can get, he's got a quick release. He gets the ball out of there fast. He's got accuracy. He's got power down the field. And the more and more he learns that system, and the more and more they can get some weapons in there for him. Too. Yeah, yeah, he's exactly. a great athlete too. Yeah, he's a great athlete. I mean, throws on the run, moving pocket. Like he's got a special little skill set there. And uh, and to your point, I like the way he carries himself. As well, brief aside here, we had uh, Baker in the studio this morning. Oh, yeah. Interesting kid. Really? Interesting kid. Um, he's got a little it thing about him as well. He's got a personality. Like, you, you get a lot of people who come through these studios, and most of our, like, makeup and wardrobe staff, they wouldn't know a linebacker from a kicker. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. when I hear them saying, like, who was that? Who was that? The young guy who we made up. Who was he? I'm like, oh, he just won the Heisman Trophy, whatever. And they're like, yeah, usually when we bring these kids in, you know, they're real meek and shy. And she's like, he busted in the makeup room and was like, make me look beautiful. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> just, he's got a little something to him, you know? Even the guy, he hung out with Boomer and Sims for a while. And then when he left, I'm like, what, how did that, like, what do you think of him? And they're like, mm, he kind of got a little something to him. Like, hmm. we'll, we'll see. I think he's going to go much higher than anybody would have anticipated a while back. And just while we were on that topic of, you know what I mean? Like it or whatever. Yeah. Just made me kind of. Think, think no, of that. No, like that, I, that kid, that kid's got a little. He's got a. He's got a, a confidence that borders on cocky, but I think he handles it. You know, not quite as over the top as Manziel and some of these other people. And I think his game's a little more translatable. Not as big as I hoped he would be, though. He, he's, he, he's he's smaller, right? Like when you see the person, he's, he's more, very small. He's much more in the Manziel mold. Now I think his upper body's a little bigger, and I don't think he has. Um, his legs aren't quite as scrawny. I don't think as Manziel, but. He's much more of a Manziel type than a Andrew Luck, Cam Newton type. That's for sure. Yeah, and it's going to be fa- – look, he's going to be fascinating because he is – and, like, I, I don't – Manziel is going to be mentioned because of the conference he plays in. Well, I guess Manziel is SEC, but the, the style of offense that he plays in, um, the size limitations – and sort of, you know, the, the gimmicky nature of any of any sort yeah. of college offense. But you watch him, and he can make all the throws. I think we're going to have this incredible off-season blend talking about Baker Mayfield of Deshaun Watson and Johnny Manziel because he has the intangibles of Watson. He, you know, he wins, and especially like Oklahoma yeah. goes and wins the wins the the national title or something silly like that. Um, but he also has like the crotch grabbing stuff. Yeah, he's going to be a he he is the ideal first take topic for the off season. Oh yeah, and not yeah. a positive and, way. And yeah, and and look, there's going to be a couple that come off the board. Bam, bam. You know, I mean, you're going to have the Browns, the Giants picking in the top three, both taking quarterbacks, and that always pushes the third and fourth guy up. And to some people, he may be more than the third or fourth guy. It's, I mean, we got totally off track here, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 going to be interesting. And look, just putting a bow on Garoppolo, like. You could say it's the Bears and the Texans, you know, yeah. although that Bears defense has been pretty good most of the year, and they were damn good again today against Cincinnati. But he starts his first two games on the road in the middle of the season. The team's trailing in the second half in both games, and, and he leaves in the drives to come back and win. Now, today wasn't like at the end of the game like last week, but regardless, they were behind on the road fairly late, and he took, you know, he kind of sort of took the game over. Um. Yeah, I. You just see a guy that doesn't 
Like he, there's no reason he should be performing the way he's performing in in the setup that he has. Um, and I don't think it's it's not off topic for you to be dropping nuggets about Baker Mayfield in the in the in the makeup room. I think that's exactly what our listeners like. They come here. To, some of them do. Some of them don't. I thought they just us. wanted to hear me scream, <laughs> blow out my larynx. Uh, was, oh yeah, that's right. So your your pick isn't until next until Monday night. Monday um, night, yeah. And uh, sorry, my wife is texting me from my wife and son are at a pajama and wine party, which is a shame that I can't mention that with Pete and Nick um, on the uh, on the. Radio. They would ridicule you for that. Oh my god, they would. They would. They would but I'm a pajama and wine party. What are you doing? You let your wife out yeah. of the house? Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> on a Sunday night, you got yeah. what you got to do is you got to take right. care of the dog. Who would ever um, drink wine in their pajamas? What the hell is that about? <laughs> yeah, it's like what are you playing croquet to? What if you spill the red wine on your white pajamas? <laughs> uh, elsewhere in the early slate of games, um, not the team, a team that doesn't have a quarterback, the Cleveland Browns somehow managed to, I don't know how much of that you Dude, watch, but how I mean, do you give a guy of, how do you tell him he's got his job for 2018 amid this ridiculousness? I mean, they were the better so. team for three quarters. Kaiser, like he, he's, he's got that like fool you. Like you just start to think, that he's turning a corner and then he throws a horrific pass with the game on the line. And he's done that a lot. Anybody who, you know, bets their games must be dying because they have a chance to backdoor cover or keep a game close. You know what I mean? Or just hold yeah. on to a lead late and they do something not, not just sort of like, Oh, how could you do that? But like, what the bleep are you doing? Like catastrophic mistake. And yeah. that interception he threw was just a backbreaker. And at that point you knew green Bay, was just going to come back and win. And, and to their to their credit, they really they just basically let Hundley start running the ball, you know, and that was the way he was going to pick sure. his first down late. And it and it it worked for them. Um, but that, I mean, twenty one seven, that game should have been over. I mean, it looked like it was ice. They were dominating Green Bay. Green Bay couldn't really move the ball on them, and then you know it's it slipped away. But but you've got all these coaches on the hot seat and all these guys who are about to get fired. And this team, I mean, they got the Bears next week. If they don't beat the Bears next week, I mean, the Bengals stink too. This league is so bad, especially the mm-hmm. bottom half of the league. If you manage to go 0-16, but the new GM has to keep this job, this guy on the job before he even steps in the building. Only, I mean, only Haslam could Haslam that up. Like, only Haslam could Haslam that to the nth degree to have that the outcome of the future of the Cleveland Browns. It's just insane. Like, why on earth would you come out after week before week fourteen when you fire your GM on a Thursday and say we're definitely keeping Hugh Jackson, who's won a single I mean, game for this team? It, I mean, yeah, like, like it's, I mean, it's unbelievable. Do you, you see Kenny Britt's agent tweet? No, he tweeted another L for a part-time coach slash full-time beat writer. <laughs> it's a pretty good. Shot. Oh well, look, you you. Hugh does a very Hugh's very good at managing Hugh's brand with certain people in the media. There's no doubt about that. But I mean, coaching is a big part of what's wrong there. I mean, yeah. if I mean one win in two years and this guy's automatically coming back with 2018. Plus, they've done nothing with any of their skill players, but yet you're supposed to believe that he's going to save the next quarterback. Yeah, yeah, if you're going to bring a quarterback in with him, they're going to be at odds sooner rather than later. He's going to be coaching to save his job because he's going to come in and on the biggest hot seat in North America. He's going to want to go to a veteran in week four or five just to get a win because now they're on 40 straight losses or whatever. And he's going to mess that quarterback up. And that quarterback's going to learn a whole other system in 2019 and a whole new scheme and a whole new coaching staff. And for what? 
Yeah, I will say that the maybe if you're like just just to play devil's avocado here, in the words of Tracy Jordan, um, I, I would I would say that if you're if you're John Dorsey and you're like, all right, I know that the coaching market is gonna be. It's sort of like if you're a, if you're a bad college program, you don't want to be searching for a coach when Florida. And, and, you know, like when like five blue, you know, when a bunch of like blue blood programs are searching for a coach, right? Does that, does that make sense? Like it's going to be such a crowded okay. market that maybe he's like, eh, you know what? I'll keep you around for a year. And if things stink next year, then I'll just fire it's him. It's a crowded market every year. I mean, a down year is seven. A high year is nine. I mean, yeah, there's always yeah, going to be yeah. six. I'm just trying, to, I'm just, hey, I'm just trying to find, I mean, I'm just trying to find some reason. Battle anyway. Yeah. No, I'm just trying to find some reason why, some excuse for for why you would keep Hugh Jackson because they're, like, they're if, just really. If, if they were just, if they were putting up all these points, but like whatever, the defense wasn't very good, and that's why they still managed to somehow be 0-14 or whatever. But maybe, like if Kaiser was showing signs, like, but he's feuding with Kaiser. He treated Kaiser like a human yo-yo all year. You're in, you're out. You're in, you're out. He started him before he had to. He mismanaged the situation. Then he was ready to bench him four games in, and then he lost his job to two straight guys, two straight weeks, two bums that don't have a – I mean, I should say bums. I take that back. Don't put that in there. Two, two marginal, barely NFL quarterbacks who combined for zero wins in their life. Right? He lost his job to them in successive weeks. Then they tried to trade the farm for A.J. McCarron, who last <laughs> I checked has no NFL wins, only to go back to Kaiser and then come out publicly and say, once he knows he's safe, and he secretly knows they've already got a GM lined up. Then he starts saying, well, you know, I'm probably going to draft a quarterback anyway. Why the hell do you need to say that? Why do you need to rub the kid's nose in it? Then you wonder why he's pissed at you, right? And that's the guy I want to entrust quarterbacks to again next year. The guy yeah. who took, I don't care what, what anybody says. Kessler doesn't get picked in the third round if he's absolutely positively against it, you know? And they don't trade out of Watson and trade out of Wentz and not have the balls to trade up one spot for golf if – you know, he's completely opposite of them on everything. Uh, sorry, that stains on everybody. Yeah, and like with the Kessler thing, he came out and was like, after the draft, was like, Kessler, this, you guys better believe. He could be a starter. He's a starter, yeah. Yeah. We yeah, took him there then, for then, a reason. Yeah, and then before this draft, he's like, well, I mean, Kessler, yeah, we, who knows what the GM is yeah, thinking. Yeah, like, like almost it didn't happen. Dude, you took him in the third round. You passed yeah. on Dak Prescott like five times before this draft. They had like six picks in the first 100 that year or whatever. Yep. I mean, come yep. on. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, it's a clear issue in terms of identifying you know identifying talent at that position so cleveland stinks cleveland lost again um in other news taxes coming up in april and uh people still dying sun plans to come up and yeah. the browns continue to lose what a surprise elsewhere in hot coaching seat news how about marvin you... how about the week marvin lewis has had Anybody had a worse week than him? I would say that even no. Sashi Brown's had a better week than him. Sashi Brown, got Brown fired. <laughs> at least got fired, and he doesn't. He could say, "Hey, that those last four losses are on Dorsey." You know, they yeah. had a different GM. Like I only went zero and twelve. I mean, <laughs> oh my uh, god! Yeah, Marvin, Marvin lost on Monday in a brutal fashion to the uh, to the Steelers, and then comes back this Sunday, and the Bengals laid down. Like yeah. total, it was over. Like it was dogs a game. in this game. Yeah, horrible. I mean, effort. the only team they, they and the Raiders. I mean, if you want to talk about teams that just didn't show up. I mean, those two teams did not did not show up. And yeah. you know, these are back to back home games. You still were technically alive Monday night. You know, you go from like ten thirty Eastern time Monday night where you're leading the the, the Steelers in the third quarter, seventeen nothing at home, to then. Obviously, we know what happened there with Alaka and the ugliness and a brutal game and another ugly loss. 
and then you don't show up against the Bears who are looking for an excuse to fire John Fox, and you end up making that outfit look like world beaters and getting destroyed by Trubisky. Like, it's over in Cincinnati. I mean, but but yeah. they've got to go to Minnesota, and then they get Detroit, who still will be tricky, and then they're at the Ravens. I mean, this could be 5-11. and 11. I mean, they may not win wow. another game. Do you all right? So how's that going to play out? Is it is it is it Marvin's going to the front office, or is there a possibility of sorry, I think Marvin? He you're... can stay in some capacity. Yeah, I would not be surprised if, if he's there as a team president or some sort of VP of this or that football operations or something um, along those lines. Would not shock me at all. Uh, Duke, but yeah, I mean, look, when he didn't get his nominal one year extension before the season began, that was a pretty good sign that you know this year could be a little different and. Um, that that's that's very much a transitioning team. And look, I would I mean at this point I'd play AJ McCarron. He's been there three years. Don't give me he hasn't had enough snaps. He's been there for what three preseasons and three you know off seasons. And dude, why are you not playing him at this point? Yeah, get him. I mean, get him. Like, who knows what you're going to do with Andy Dalton in the future? But at least get McCarron out there, showcase him for trade value, or maybe look at him well, and be like, hey, like this is a guy that we I can don't play. Have Dalton's- I don't have Dalton's contract in front of me, but most of those have injury guarantees. I mean, you get him hurt, it becomes an injury guarantee for next year. You know, it, that's going to be on you. And, and you know, we don't know whether McCarron's going to be an unrestricted free agent or a restricted free agent, but I'd rather I'd start playing him and, and seeing what you got there. And same thing with the Giants. Okay, that was cute. Eli got a send-off. You know, the fans weren't quite as hard on you. You fired the coach and the GM, and Eli got to play at home one more time. But if you don't play Davis Webb the last three weeks, then this will be even a more asinine scenario than it already looked. Right? right, give him every snap this week, and he's got to play the the final three games. There's, there's absolutely no reason not to. Do you think to, to play Davis Webb or to play AJ McCarron? To play Davis Webb. I mean, you gave Eli his going away present. You know what I mean? You gave him his send off. He he got to come back and start another game at home after the streak, and you know, whatever. He made, he made nice by Eli. But I mean, you, you got two freaking wins. You know, really, you, it's better you finish second to last anyway. And if if you were going to come out publicly and end the streak over, you know the need to see other people that that kid, what are you going to do? Just play him one game. I mean, you might as well give him the final three games. What's the difference? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Who will both Jim Caldwell and Dirk Cutter end up being fired at the end of this year? I, I don't know about Caldwell. I, I think they have a few more wins in them. Um, uh-huh. You know, I mean, it's I think it's going to, what's going to happen is the same thing that they got themselves into when Bob Quinn first went there. The team finished. Okay. Um, what, they missed the playoffs by a game or something? Did they even go that year? No, I think they missed it by like a year. No, last year, and, last year they, they, they missed. Like, they finished 9-7 last year. The first year, though. The, playoffs. The, first, oh, yeah. the, first, the first year when he got there. I would have made the move when I brought Quinn in, but he didn't want to come in and fire a guy. You know what I mean? And he evaluated him for a while, and they finished the season with a half-decent record. I don't know if it was 10 wins or something like that, 9 or 10 wins. No, so last, you don't year, make last year was – Last year was nine and seven, and I think it was like Quinn was probably like, uh, like how did he do that? Like he he was definitely supposed to win six games, and I was going to be able to fire him. How did he do that? Yeah, and then you give him a nominal extension, and now it's like he may win ten games again. So you you know, but it's still the same sort of team. And I I don't think he's a transcendent head coach by any stretch. I'm I you know what I mean? I've always been a little sort of like eh, I don't really see that one, but. um yeah, they, they I mean, if they go 10 and 6, I mean, you're going to fire him now. You could. You could. Um, you know, and if I'm Bob Quinn, I'm doing whatever I can to get Josh McDaniels, and you should have already probably hired him two years ago. So at this point, you know, I think you really better move it. But Dirk Cutter, definitely. I mean, that was one where, 
you know, like that Bears-Bengals game, it's like whoever lost that was going to cement his fate. And I think it had it been John Fox in an ugly fight. Had John Fox lost today the way Marvin Lewis did, I don't, I don't think John Fox would have a job tomorrow. Yeah. And then that other game, you know, I don't think Caldwell was coaching for his life in the way Dirk Cutter is. But, you know, the 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 it's it's, it's there are some similarities between the Bucks and the Bengals, too, in that we've seen – you know, you, you've got the John Ross thing there about his injury, right? And they're not getting much out of Nixon in Cincinnati, and they've got their issues with recent draft picks. And then, the, and they've got obviously team discipline issues. And then you've got, you know, the Bucks with Winston sucking his fingers and smacking people in the head during the game, and <laughs> Evans blowing up Lattimore. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. got institutional control issues there too. Um, yeah, I think it's over for the Bucks, and I've heard more and more rumblings in the last forty-eight hours about people in the front office being very worried about their jobs as well. Yeah. I mean, I think that's unfortunate, but probably reasonable. Um, you know, the way, I mean, like I think Jason Light's done a pretty good job getting some talent in there and it just hadn't panned out for him. You know, Winston took a step back this year. Uh, you, you hear yeah. a lot of people talking about predict a predictable dirt cutter. And you, I mean, Oh golly! Like how many how many times are people going to fire Lovey Smith after like a decent season and then have the guy behind him just be terrible? I mean, like like what? Like yeah. I'm not saying Lovey's a great coach. Like I I, I never no. I'm, not a, I'm not a huge Lovey guy, I'm not but a I mean, guy. it's like you're making a change for the sake of making a change, and yes, and it's not it's not working out. And the Glazier family has been so quick to pull the trigger on on firing people that I think it would almost be a surprise, you know, if they if they ended up not yanking the cord. Um, and, and, and getting him out of there. Uh, what else, what else in the early games kind of, sh- oh yeah, snowball. Chuck Pagano has yeah, to get fired. Yeah, did you that, see yeah. what he did? Like at the end of like, first of all, the, the, the flag on the two point conversion was insane. That was ridiculous. Dude, that came one, out of, like how late was that? I thought they had 15, already, like I saw both teams had already showered up and finally gotten warm yeah. and like we're drinking some hot cocoa. I'm like, wait a minute, that game's not over. Yeah, like, like to me, to me when they threw the flag, it was like, oh, it's got to be excessive celebration because it happened 30 seconds after the play. Like, there's no way it could potentially even be something related to to the play. I but mean, offensive pass interference in a foot of snow. Fishy, yeah, I I concur completely. Uh, but by the way, both the the Bills game, if you're holding an Indy plus three and a half and a Cleveland plus three and a half ticket, and that's what they were at at one at various points, you are feeling some pain because. Those games should have been should have been lost by a field goal that was kicked in overtime. Shady McCoy walks off. Devontae Adams walks off. I mean, just a brutal, uh, brutal couple of L's there for for people holding those spread tickets. And, and plus with Indy, like you thought they they, they went for two, they got it. You well, think two point conversion, yeah. You're like we're not even going to overtime here. Buffalo is either going to kick a field goal to win, or they're yeah. going to lose eight to seven. Yeah, and then Adam Terry said he'll snake that curveball in. That was incredible too. And then the OPI moves it back enough that he decides to kick it instead which i get yeah. because it's a you know further play and then you have mccoy winning it in overtime but but mcdermott the decision on fourth and one from the indy 41 with four what a little over four minutes left in regulation to punt there i mean it worked out for him in the end yeah but i was shocked yeah it was uh i it, was shocked no i like, mean don't I'm, get that yard you've been running it on them and then just keep moving and you know either kick a field goal or just try to score the touchdown but when the day when you can't pass the ball much i don't see how you, you punt it there and then and then the Colts ended up getting a couple first downs so they moved field position a little bit i mean i don't know yeah the Colts had a chance too at the end to, to sort of make something happen and they they really screwed it up there too i mean just that chuck pagano's got to go um 
look, I guess a nice. It was a fun game to watch. I mean, it was entertaining, but by and large, I mean, yeah, it like, was it was cool. It was cool and different. Okay. And now the Bills go back to Tyrod Taylor in all likelihood if he's ready next week, and I think he will be. You know, we'll see yeah. what happens there. And they're still alive, man. They're still very, very much alive. Wow. How, yeah, they are. They're seven and six. They're somehow still in this race. It's pretty incredible. Uh, all right. Yeah. Anything else you want to touch on before we get you out of here? No, I mean, I think that's pretty much everything I had to get off my chest. Come, Jason, look forward to your Scandinavia death metal luck of the week on Monday yeah, night. Yeah, I'll be watching closely. All right, good stuff from Jason Lockenfora. As always, Pete Prisco, Nick Costos, keeping it real. I'm Will Brinson. Thank you for listening. Subscribe on iTunes. Rate us. Review us. Uh, we need to go back through and read some of the latest reviews. Um, we need to get some pictures of Copper's uh, situation with, you know, we got a lot of housekeeping to do. Heading towards the playoffs. We'll get it all wrapped up. We will get this all taken care of, all buttoned up. Thank you for listening, as always, and talk to you guys midweek.